our heroes begin the adventure as members of a traveling circus called the Circus of Wayward Wonders. They might be performers, rostabouts, or other assistants, but they each consider the circus their home. The circus is very new. Less than a year ago, several performers in Mistress's Dustlight Celestial Menagerie, including our heroes, tired of the heartless ringmaster's cruel ways, quit to form their own circus. These performers knew they would need to leave Eskadar quickly to avoid Mistress Dusklight's wrath, and they committed themselves to a life of wayward wanders. The new circus's leaders, an elderly circus veteran, only known as the Professor, and a bombastic showman named Myron Thunder Stencil, lead the circus of wayward wanders out of Eskadar and across the Isle of Erin. After several months of practices and performances for the homesteaders and farmers, the circus is ready to perform a large show in a sizable town. Abtrin isn't what many people would consider a destination for performers, but it's where the Circus of Wayward Wonders must start. Welcome, everyone, to Rule for Combat Three Ring Adventure, Season 1. The show must go on. Friends, guests, and adventurers of all ages, tonight's show is for the brave, the fearless, and the dangerously curious. Witness feats of strength, daring acrobatics, and mystifying magic. Get ready to have the most astounding night of your life. Welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. As you all are sitting around the big tent, getting ready to go on and begin the very first act of this brand new circus, everyone is in their corners, practicing, getting ready for their axes. No one knows exactly what the order is because Myron likes to keep things fresh, keep everyone on their toes and only tells them at the last second when they're ready to go on. As usual, Myron is off on his own, getting ready to command the crowd with his bombastic voice. In the meantime, the four of you are together as usual since you've become rather close over the last couple of months. And as you uh, prepare for the circus to begin, the professor shouts out to everyone behind the scenes, 15 minutes, everybody, 15 minutes, get ready. With that, why don't we introduce our adventurers and tell me what you're doing while you're getting ready to prepare to go on tonight. Vanessa Hoskins is playing Alhara Veris, the amazingly agile Alhara, a half-elf gymnast swashbuckler. Alhara is doing her stretches. Um, she is sort of adjusting her outfit, making sure everything's the way it should be, checking that her skirt is straight, uh, and then starts stretching out her legs, doing little jumps in place to make sure her energy level's up, and getting ready to, to go out there and wow the crowd. Rob Tremarco is playing Darius Varus, Darius's Daring Destructions, a half-elf monk of the mountain style. Darius is putting the last bits of his makeup on that makes him look like a green troll. He has a big, bushy, crazy wig. He has like a bones hanging from a necklace and a, uh, a furry waist coat short thing. And uh, he's putting in some 
oversized lower jaw fangs and also stretching a bit. Lauren Sig is playing Hap, the Starlight Sparrow, a human fire elementalist sorcerer. Hap already has on way too much black eyeliner and black lipstick. And she stands somewhere where there's a lot of uh, a lot of height to the tent and re- is releasing flamethrower-like gouts of fire into the air to practice. Rob Pontius is playing Otteron, uncanny Otteron's cauldron of curious concoctions, a human witch of curses. Otteron is reviewing their alchemical ingredients in case they need to go on with their cauldron of tricks, or perhaps aid in any of the fiery tricks that others might do. Meanwhile, around the tent, you see some familiar sights. The Flamboni sisters are practicing their flame juggling. The Featherfall Five are practicing their tightrope act, kind of doing it on the ground, if you will, bouncing around, stretching, getting ready. The dwarf throwers, they're just sort of boasting and laughing and punching each other and butting each other in the heads as they usually do. Eliza and Mr. Tickles are off in the corner. She's getting ready and trying to uh, coax Mr. Tickles to eat a mouse. You have Axel, who's way off in the corner. And although Axel's never performed before for the show officially, he's uh, fooling around with his birds. And then, as usual, Mordana, she's uh, off on her own, but since she's a bit of a diva and just kind of a finds all of this uh, kind of beneath her, even though she's part of the circus, she probably wishes she weren't. As you uh, continue your stretches and getting ready, the professor looks over to everyone and once again announces, 10 minutes, everybody. 10 minutes. Be ready. It looks like we got a full house out there. Oh, gosh, you guys. I hope I do all right. This is my first act. Really? In front of the crowd? I mean, you've done the smaller shows and we're doing just fine. Mistress Dusklight didn't used to let me do any acts. I always wanted to perform. I told her I had what it takes, but she didn't believe me. Well, we believe you, kid. And we know you have what it takes. Besides, this is all her loss anyway. This show's going to be amazing. Thanks, big sis. I believe you. You're going to be great. You're already great. You command powers beyond those of any person watching. They'll be amazed by your fire. I know this. I hope you're right, but that doesn't make my knees any less shaky. Oh, Darius, you, you missed a spot right here on your chin. I I got it. She rubs Darius. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Reaches up and rubs Darius's chin and then sort of wipes it off on some random bit of cloth nearby and re-chalks her hands. Adoran looks around between everyone, pauses a moment and says, I'm sure you will do fine, Hap. I'm sure you will do fine. But trails off and goes back to their ingredients. Uh, thanks, Adoran. They're just like that. But let's just focus on the positive. We're all going to do amazing, and we're going to really wow the crowd tonight. When they've seen us, they won't even care about that celestial, boring show. Trust me. Yeah. With that, some of the other performers are peeking through the curtain and saying, you hear in hushed tones like, oh my, oh my lord, there's a lot of people. And you see them almost being a little nervous, even though you know they've done this a million times. But it's one thing to perform in front of small crowds and farmers, but it's another thing to perform in a huge tent with pretty much the entire town in attendance, including the mayor. And they sort of wave you over to take a peek outside the the curtain just to see what's going on outside. Oh, geez, I was really hoping for a small crowd. (laughs) 
No, no, you want a big crowd. The more people that see you, the more people know how amazing you are. Oh, the more people I can disappoint if I mess this up. Just don't mess up. You can't mess up. You'll do great. I'll do my best. If you mess up, simply act as if it is on purpose. You meant to do it. That makes sense. Everyone will understand that I purposely set them on fire. I'm sure that'll go over really well. No, do not do this. No. Well, you you know a bunch of water spells, right? To put them out. Just pretend it was part of the act. I don't know any water spells. Oh, no. We'll keep buckets nearby. Trust me, eventually, people will want to be set set on fire by you. It will be as if you personally involve them in their act. Oh, gosh. I'm just so nervous. As long as it's a brief, a brief fire. And Darius will laugh and kneel down and, you know, try not to get makeup on her, but still try and give her a hug. Ah, thank you, big brother. I needed this. Ataran backs away from the hugging. Aww. (laughs) Meanwhile, Ataran starts to check to make sure they have the various healing potions just in case. Do they have healing potions? They do. Which healing potions would they have? I believe I have two. Yes. Two minor healing potions. Just in case. Just in case. Little injuries can happen. Of course, the rest of you take a small peek, whether going up to the curtain or seeing it through the other performers opening the curtain just to look at the crowd. As you can see, this Circus of Wayward Wonders, as you know, performs in an enormous tent capable of holding hundreds of people. And it appears like that was a good thing because it seems like the entire population of Aberton has turned out for the show tonight. As you know, many of the town's most prominent citizens, including the mayor, are amongst the thong jostling for seats, peering at the three rings that fill the center of the tent and waiting excitingly for the show to begin. As the lights go down and the audience settles onto the seats, you start to get ready. You start taking your places as the professor says, five minutes, everybody places everybody and you're waiting your cues suddenly though several of the performers closest to the curtain that separates the three rings from the rest of the tent leave their assignments gathering in a small crowd to exchange frightened whispers and hushed gasps amidst the crowd you look over and you recognize that it's myron the ringmaster he appears like he is contorted as if caught forever in the throes of terrible pain more importantly it appears that he's dead what of course everyone in the circus knew myron for his amazing powerful voice that could bring instant silence to the largest crowd and he knew everything there is to know about putting on a successful performance and he was in charge of tonight's performance and now he's dead but the crowd is still out there and they're expecting a show what do you do? Th- th- this is part of the show, isn't it? I mean, he's okay, right? The professor walks over, places his hand on the temple and the neck of Myron, and he shakes his head, and he says, I'm sorry, it looks like he's dead. He just has a pained expression as he looks to everyone. The other performers all seem to be freaking out. All of them are kind of just dropping their equipment, stunned. Some of them are in silence. Some of them just seem to be frozen in place. What do you do? Hap starts crying and like 
her copious amounts of eyeliner starts running, and it actually looks better for her act. Adoran's brow furrows slightly as they head over to Myron's body, bends down and starts to look over Myron, checking to see if there's any sign of actual damage, attacks, alchemical substances, or anything magical that they might notice. Is there a medicine check that Darius can help with? Yes, you can. If you look at the ringmaster, you can do a quick medicine check to see if you can figure out what's uh, what's wrong with them, perhaps. All right, here we go. I will use my medicine check. Adoran would do their best to point anything out to you that they notice. First check. Ooh, Darius. Ooh. Nice. 23 for a medicine check. Who knew you were so good in medicine? Well, you rolled an 18. I rolled an 18. Everyone's good but an 18. That's true. You notice that his legs appear to be so swollen that his pan leg can't be rolled up, and you're going to have to cut off his trousers to see what's going on. He obviously is quite dead, contorted, and sort of colored purple on his face and legs. This looks like it was a poison of some sort, although it doesn't look like you're going to have enough time right now to cut off his pants and see what occurred on his leg region. But you're quite sure he's, one, dead, two, really dead, and three, yes, and three, it's from a poison of some sort. He died of a poison. Well, we're going to have to do something. The audience wants a show, and if Myron's not going to run it... Can we have the clowns go out? Just to mix around for a bit before we start the show? Yeah, that'll give us some time. As the other performers are just gawking, staring at the dead body, whispering to each other, the thin and frail veteran of the circus looks up and says, Well, what are you all standing around for? He asks, his weak voice barely audible in the hushed silence. Have you seen the crowd? We haven't had the tent packed this full. Well, ever. There's a show to put on. We have to find a way to do it. So finish up your makeup, get into your costumes, and send in the clowns. With that, he looks at Alara and Darius and Hap and says, you three appear to be the most capable right now. I need you to quickly figure out the acts and figure out what we're going to do for the show tonight. You know who's who. Quick. Let's figure out what we're going to do, since we don't know exactly what Myron planned. Hap wipes some snot from her nose from crying profusely and goes, okay. All right. Um, I believe we should do something fun first. The clowns are a good start. I, I don't want to go first. I like the clown idea. That's fine. Clowns are out there now? Is that correct? Well... Let's get them looking up before they look down. Um, what if we start with Axel? Yes, the birds. Perfect. So right now, the clowns have been sent out. You'll be able to send in the clowns again throughout the show. They're just sort of delaying you while you can quickly figure right. out who you want for each act. And we'll put together... How many do we need to do tonight? Yeah, how many acts? Seven. Yikes. Okay. Well, sorry. Seven tricks. Okay, I forgot. This is new to everyone. So act one is the opener. And the opener is you need one person to perform a trick. Act two is the buildup, where you need two tricks performed. And you can either do that as a sister and brother team, or, you know, there's a lot of ways you can do it. Or they can just be individual acts. It doesn't matter. 
You guys got to do the build up. Act right. three is the big number, and that's one trick. And then finally, the grand finale, where you have all three rings going about, and you have three tricks going on. Um, not exactly at the same time. The, you know, they're going on at the same time, but in terms of role playing and mechanics, we do one at a time. So in total, the circus will always have seven tricks and four acts. It's always opener, one trick, act two, the build up, two tricks, the big number, one trick, and then act four, the finale, which is three tricks. In addition, there will be something that goes wrong. At least one thing, if not several. That hasn't happened? No, that hasn't happened. The ringmaster died. <laughs> well, the ringmaster died as a speed bump. But eventually speed we'll bump. get to the real speed bad bump. stuff. <laughs> the show must go on. That's right. Mm. So, with that in mind, you may continue your lineup. Well, I th- I think you guys I think you guys should do act two, maybe. Your act seems like it works really well for that. And if it's all right, if it's all right, I think I can handle act three. I absolutely think you should handle act three. I think you're ready for it. I hope so. We'll put Axel out first. Oh, Axel, Axel comes over to you and he is looking at you and he's like, oh, you're going to send me out. I'm ready. I know I've never performed in front of a crowd or really at all, but don't worry. I can do it. I believe in you. I love your birds so much. I know you do, Hap. You always have so much fun playing together. I can do it. Trust me. I know Myron had his doubts, but I can do it. Um, well, you better hurry up. The clowns are almost done. Okay. I'm going to go over there and get prepared. I'm going to get my birds all ready. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Thank you. We need an we need an impromptu ringmaster too, don't we? Maybe not. No? I mean, if someone wants to, they can. But I'm sure people will be fine with us just sending Axe out, right? We can decide on our new ringmaster later. It would be nice to for them to know who's performing and what they're supposed to be doing. Maybe we can. We can. Do, do y'all think Professor Zarlin's too busy? Professor. Yes. Are you all right being the ringmaster tonight? You're the most familiar with everyone's acts. Professor looks at you all and says, "I would like to help you out, but I have a lot of work to do behind the scenes, and quite frankly." My voice, it just can't carry. I need someone who can really boast and speak loudly. I'm sure one of the other people in the act would be able to. Many of them are (gasps) boastful speaking voices. But, you know, I'm just too old for this. I do much better in small crowds. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What about about the dwarf throwers? Yeah, well, the dwarf throwers aren't a bad idea, though this is a family circus, and uh, they might get a couple curses in their backs, and maybe not the best idea. What do you think about Eliza and Mr. Tickles? They'll definitely get the audience's attention. That's for sure. That's such a good idea. I would agree. 16 foot long anaconda doesn't matter what you say. Eliza? Hmm. That's a pretty good idea. Okay. At least for now. I think Eliza would be up for it. Plus she can wow the crowds with her dance and snakes. Sure. Good. Okay. So Eliza can ringmaster. We still need to figure out the finale. Adran, would you prefer to go in the finale and and do your act? Or do you think you could help us with a little bit of uh, extra pyrotechnics? The Flamboni sisters, for sure. One of the three rings. Oh, that's a good idea. Flamboni, Adran, if you're ready to go. And perhaps the Featherfall Five. 
As you wish. It is perhaps best that I help with the pyrotechnics in the last act, but whatever you want. I mean, I, I didn't mean to impose. I just... I don't know right now. I just think it will help Hap with a little bit of backup and the Flamboni sisters as well. Yes. More fire, better. I yes. could really use the visual cues. Okay, great. Then it's settled. Otteron, you're on pyrotechnics shooting. Uh, do your best to let Hap shine. And Hap, at the end of your act, do you think you can light the Flamboni sisters' torches with your magic? It would be my pleasure. I have Fantastic. some alchemical fire that I will gift out in peace. It should add to your explosive talents. The fire as well, yes. Mm. Okay, so the finale then, Flamboni Sisters, the Featherfall Five, and hmm, who else? I think I think Mordana does good work. We could use her. Oh, we'll never hear the end of it if we don't let her on. Sure. Indeed. Alright, well that's our lineup. Very good. I like professor, it. The professor comes over to you and says, is, uh, is any of you not going to be going on tonight? I need to know who can help out with the rigging and uh, not going to be performing. We need to get them out there. We need help. Oh, well, we're making Adiron our pyrotechnics guy. Excellent. Okay. So, Adiron, make sure you set up all the pyrotechnics and do whatever happened. Any of the other acts need, please. I always do. As for the rest, who do you have performing? Well, we're going to open with Axel's Amazing Aviary uh, to get the audience excited. Uh, our build-up is going to be Darius and myself. We're going to do our sort of two-part uh, adventurer's act. He's already in makeup, after all. Uh, the big number is going to be none other than Little Hap here, who I think is going to be fantastic. And for the finale, we have the Flamboni Sisters, the Featherfall Five, and Mordine the Magnificent, the Magician. With that, Mordaini hears that and comes over and says, Oh, you have me as the finale? I refuse. I only do the big number and no other. Is the finale not the big number? No. And you know that. I'm act three. I get the spotlight. I get the centering all to myself. Or I don't go on. Ataran uh, looks very then it's settled. sternly in her direction. Then I suppose it's settled. So the finale will be the Flamboni Sisters, the Featherfall Five, and the Dwarven Throwers. Oh, I don't, I don't mind doing the finale. Well, I suppose if you don't mind, we can switch the two of you. I still think you have no. what it takes for the big number. I still have a lot to learn. I'm, I'm sure Mordana's going to be better than me anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's settled. I'm going to be the big number. I'm going to get all the crowd adoration. They're going to be having the spotlight on me. I'm going to have a big announcement, right? And of course, I'm going to get everyone to come out and applaud for me as well, correct? Do we even have spotlights? Yes, of course we have spotlights. This isn't some dumpy circus. Indeed, you will be singular target for Act 3. Excellent, excellent. Well, with that, I will get ready for the big number. I don't, pardon my saying, but I don't think I like her very much. Nah, her act's a little soggy anyway. 
You actually know that she has an incredible ego and she's argued with Myron many times in the past. Although you're never exactly sure what they argued about. You know that uh, they've been very frequent. But she is quite good and a lot of people do come to see her incredible act. So there is a little bit of truth to her uh, escape artist magician act. As she does a death-defying water torture act. Adoran's eyes follow Mordain as she leaves, and then Adoran says, Ego disguises much fragility. Ooh. Is everyone ready? Is everyone ready to start the show? I think oh, so. Gosh, I hope Let's so. Let's start the show. The professor walks up to Lizia and explains to her, and she nods, and she puts her, her snake down as she wants him to rest while he's eating his meal. And she goes out to announce the beginning of the show. And you hear the crowd. You hear the normal uh, excitement of everyone clapping, getting ready for the show to begin. And right as they're getting ready to announce Axel, you notice he is frozen with stage fright. What? He just sits there and looks terrified. What do you do? Who, who looks terrified? The first act. Axel. Is there any chance to save him? Can we go poke him or? Sure, I can do whatever you want. Go talk to him, intimidate him, help him out. Adoran would approach and say sternly, you need to get out there. You will do fine. Go. And I'd like to make an intimidate roll. You may. I like that. Go. <laughs> there you go. Unfortunately, not very well. Atheron walks up to Axel. Hero point, hero point. They roll <laughs> a four for a ten. And he appears to be so frozen in fear that he just completely ignores you. Meanwhile, Elysia is kind of waiting. She's like uh, trying to stall the crowd as she knows something's going wrong backstage. What do you do? I'm going to... I'm going to try to push Acheron out of the way, but it's kind of hard because he's so much bigger than me. So, like, it really takes a lot of work. And then I'm going to be like, Axel, it's okay. You've got this. You've practiced with your birds for so long. Nobody could do a better job. And I'd like to roll Diplomacy. You may roll Diplomacy. Rolling so low tonight. <laughs> <laughs> roll, roll a six for a 13. Oof. Now, this is going to be interesting. You fail in your diplomacy as he seems to be completely locked up. But you, Hap, you have one of the strangest lore skills of all. And who knew it would come in handy right now? You have lore eviary. <laughs> I do. And Axel has birds. So I'm going to rule that you may use that in some creative way to maybe coax him out of this. Just picture it, okay? You're not Axel here. You're a you're a crested hawk, brave and beautiful, magnificent as all can be. And now I'd like to roll Laura Avian. Here we go, the Laura Aviary. Who With knew? My plus three. Who knew? Big plus three. Oh, that's pretty good. You rolled a 12 for a 15. Yeah. That's pretty good. Crested hawk. <laughs> you, you, Very like, nice. while you're talking to him, you're kind of like helping, like pulling his birds out and like showing them to him and like petting them. And you're kind of coaxing him out of his stupor. And he looks at you and just sort of shakes his head. And he goes, 
Okay, Hap. For you, I'll do it. Since I know how much you love my birds. Oh, thank and you so much. He, he, he walks out to perform the very first act. The opener. <laughs> nice work. Nice work. Now you can actually roll the act. Who wants to roll the act for him? I was thinking I would do it, but I don't need to do it. It's more fun for you guys to do the rolls. So let's talk about how this works. If you are going to do the performance of an actual act, you roll basically three checks. It works very similar. Oh, wait, I forgot something. I forgot the thing that goes wrong. Oh, no. I gotta Already? Oh, yeah, hold on. That wasn't the thing that goes wrong? No, hold on. Oh, man. The circus. <laughs> okay. This is going to be funny. This is going to be very funny. Okay. Anyhow, while you... um, I'll get to that in a second. While he's going out there, you can either just, you know, have him perform. And when he performs, he has different uh, traits. And it could be things like a team trait or an animal trait. Uh, fire trait, agile trait, things like that. There's also some traits like injury. And with injury, if you fail your act, they can be out of the circus for up to two weeks. So Axel's amazing aviary has the trait animal. And he checks his nature. So his nature is a plus seven. And his act is see him produce birds from underneath his cloak. They fly. They sing. They deliver sweets to children in the audience. So I'll also want someone to help, I don't know, explain the act and describe it, if you will. So the DC is a 15, and you get a plus 7 on the check. And since it's an animal check, that can sometimes things can either go good or bad with an animal check, depending on what the random thing is. I guess we're going to find out. But in the meantime, you can do the check once, twice, or three times. If you mess up the trick... You can send in the clowns to kind of recover. So with that, who wants to roll for Axel? I nominate Lauren as the avi aviation oh, expert. I agree. Aviary expert. <laughs> oh god, but I have a history of rolling bad. Uh, I want to have news for you. Uh, we all do. That's that's fair. D roll twenty has a history of rolling. Roll bad. twenty has a history of really. Giving it to pro. you. <laughs> I'll do 20 Pro. Yes, do 20 Pro. Edit yes. it out. Edit that. <laughs> so anyhow, and like anything, you can have a critical success, a success, a failure, or a critical failure. It's not that bad. A critical success, you get excitement and anticipation. A success, you get excitement. Failure, nothing happens. And a critical failure, you, um, you lose one excitement. And right now, you're a very small circus, so those numbers are very low. You start off with a prestige of one which means your circus is brand new, and that can only go up. And right now, you're going to start off with an anticipation of 15, which from gameplay point of view, you have to bring the excitement up to the anticipation. So if you succeed, you get one excitement. If you do a critical success, you get one excitement, but you also get one anticipation. So in a weird way, you don't want to get too many critical successes because it might get you might not actually get up to the anticipation but you have a maximum anticipation of 20 so to recap you have a basically the number you're looking to hit is a 15 the 15 can go up to a 20 but no more than 20 that represents like how excited and what people expect from the circus you start off with an excitement of zero 
and if you depending on how you roll and a few other things you can get it up higher so what's with that, our what's our starting anticipation again 15 is your starting anticipation Ooh, and what's our starting prestige one okay thanks if we only have seven tricks then how do we hit 15 points we want to do multiple rolls you do yeah. three you can do three rolls per at per trick just don't get a critical failure Pretty much. A failure won't hurt it, you, but a critical will. Is it like the multiple attacks and there's a yes. minus? Uh, yep. So the first trick you get a plus seven. For the second trick, you're going to get a plus two. <laughs> and then for the third trick, you get a minus three. So that's Ooh, how maybe just If you decide to do the third one. If you decide to do the third one. And you don't have to do the third one if you don't want to. And what you also can do is that if you mess up the second one, you can then send in the clowns and remove the badness from mm. the one. So. so as a rule of thumb, everyone should do two tricks, I think. Spe That's well, fine. Especially depending on how good your modifier is. And in this case, because Ataran's doing pyrotechnics, the fire tricks that pass will get two excitement instead of one. So those oh, are even more true. worth doing the two rolls. Yeah, I forgot about that. The uh, the non-performer rolls can give bonuses to get the excitement up, and that can be fire or animals and so forth. So, well, also pyrotechnic is trick checks with the fire trait generate double excitement, but I think that may be generate double negative if you crit fail. So who knows? That is correct. Oh. Yes, uh, it goes both ways. You double darn you, multiplication. <laughs> darn you, Pathfinder 2nd Edition and your high numbers. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. That, this is like the scratching the surface, but this gets really cool as you continuously get cooler and cooler tricks. And it really gets like nice and complex. So right now, birds are flying out, and there will be Lauren's job to describe it. Okay, so I've been thinking about this a little bit. I'm ready to describe Axel. So he comes out. He does a a quick little a quick little like few taps of his feet to the ground, almost as if he's tap dancing. And then he moves into a almost singing in the rain style dance, back and forth, left to right. And when he goes left again, he throws his cape open and a handful of birds come out and they perch amongst the audience and start singing a a popular song in uh, Absalon. And then when he, he swings back to the right, a few bir more birds come out and join in with the same song. Eventually, hopefully, the audience will sing along with them. And everyone will enjoy this popular tune. And then he calls them all back. They all fly back into his jacket. They pick up pieces of candy from inside. And then all of his birds fly out and hand candy to the children. How's that? I like that. Okay. Beautiful. Provided it goes well. <laughs> yes. Oh, and now I have to roll it, don't I? If you critical fail on the candy handing out, they peck out the children's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for the singing birds, let me uh, put in my modifier here. So you get a plus seven. Yep. Here we go. 15. Here we go. Oh, one. Ooh, hero oh. point? No, no, you rolled a... Yeah, you rolled a one. <laughs> oh, my God. You rolled a D20. Wait, Steven... Oh, no. No, hero I rolled point. a one, hero too. Point. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe hero point. Maybe hero point that one. Can we I don't use a hero point when we're rolling for somebody else? 
I don't think we can. No, you can't. Oh, uh, clowns. Clowns. So, <laughs> clowns immediately. <laughs> so, uh, Hop, although he thought he could handle it, he obviously can't. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously is terrible. You, let's see. Well, here's the funny thing. Okay, this your circus's excitement value decreases. So your circus excitement is zero. So guess what? It's still zero. I'm going to say nothing happens. That they're all just like, huh? So you don't even need to send in the clowns. It's uh, a okay. critical failure. You can try again. The, the birds, the two different teams of birds are singing the wrong song. And everybody's just confused. <laughs> all right. So he calls them all back to send the children candy. Let's see what he can do with his plus two. Oh, so close. I got a 14. 14. Well, it's a failure, so no real effect. They're they're kind of like dropping the candy in the crowd instead of like delivering it to the children. So well, that's the kids, still good. It's still good, but unfortunately, the kids are now all fighting for the candy. And uh, the adults uh, are very happy about that. The Hunger Games. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so you can try the last one. Trick at minus three. <laughs> I don't want to do a trick at minus three. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can, uh, on an eight on the die or lower is a critical failure. So I don't want to do that one. Yeah. And the sending the clowns only brings it up to a failure. So, um, I presume either you're going to send in the clowns or just, uh, yeah, just do or eat it. Yeah. He'll just, just eat nothing. it. Okay. He just sort of likes, like sort of brings the birds back and, sort of hurries back out into the backstage. Darius, is this the part where I'm not supposed to say we told you so, or I mean, he really wasn't ready. Not yet. No, he's he felt ready. I mean, you've got to start somewhere. He looks over to you and says, I promise you, I promise you, it wasn't my fault. It really wasn't. There's something wrong with my birds. I'm going to give him a big hug. Tend to your birds. You hush. You did great, Axel. I was really proud of you. No, no, really, really. And he like he he takes the hug and he's like, no, no, no. Look, look. And the birds they do look like lethargic, and look like they're just like I don't know something's wrong with them. Uh, can I roll nature on them? Yes, I will do so. Twenty-two. Good job. You're not sure, but it looks like that they are lethargic. It looks like they're sick or they ate something wrong. And they definitely look like they're just not paying attention. And then with that, um, Alicia comes over to you and says, Something is wrong with my snake. He looks very lethargic. Look, he's not eating his food. Oh my. We've, we've been sabotaged. First... The ringmaster and the animals. Yeah, these animals are sick. I think they ate something they weren't supposed to. Oh, no, not Mr. Tickles. I love Mr. Tickles. Please help him. Please help Mr. Tickles. I'll, I'll take care of him. But likely he's just going to need some rest and maybe a nice, a nice rock in the sun to lay on. Or some sort of medicine. Oh, oh, Hap, can, can you look at Mr. Tickles and see if you could figure out what happened to him? He, he looks lethargic and he won't eat a drink. Okay, oh, okay. Oh, Eliza, you go back out there. I'll take care of it. She'll look after him. 
okay, okay, I'll go back out there. Who's next on the ox? Darius and I. So go ahead and announce. It's the adventure and the, what was it? The adventure and the treasure routine. Oh, okay. The adventurer and the treasure. I know you're acting. No, no, no. The the troll and the... The troll? Yeah, the troll and the adventurer. The troll and the treasure. Got it. Close enough. Troll and the treasure. It's tease. Okay. And then she's like, oh, be careful with my snake, Mr. Tickles. And she, like, gives him a little kiss and then walks out. I am going to care for Mr. Tickles. Okay. Uh, so she goes out to announce the act. In the meantime, you can do a medicine check or nature check to figure out what's wrong with Mr. Tickles. I am going to use nature. Okay. Do that nature check. Oh, look at that. A 20. Yeah. I love animals. Wonderful. You love your animals. You uh, take a look at Mr. Tickles and you realize that Mr. Tickles has a malady known as goblin pox. It's not lethal, and Mr. Tickles in no danger, and he will recover in a few days. Okay, that's good. I'm just going to make sure he's comfortable, and I'm going to tell him and say, you're a pretty snake. Yes, you are. You're a pretty snake. Mr. Tickles is, uh, the anaconda is is, uh, just sticking his tongue out and doing what he does, sort of giving you little kisses on the face with his tongue. This makes me so happy. He, he, he likes Hap. All, all the animals like Hap. Meanwhile, while Elysia is announcing the axe, suddenly, it seems to keep happening, that word, suddenly. Oh my gosh. What is it? Just tell us. She announces the act, and then all of a sudden, all the animals that you have in the circus start breaking loose and rampaging through the tent. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Yes, they just start rampaging, and everyone has to quickly run out and gather them up. Can we make this an act? Um, Can we make it so it looks like it's part of the show? (laughs) Sure. You actually can do that. You can try to bring the animals breaking loose as part of the act. Break loose. We could just describe it, that they... They are all over the place, and everyone's sort of running out and doing their best to make it look like, aha, ta-da, I am capturing this elephant before he tramples the children in a fun manner. And, oh, look at this lion. He's not going to eat you, ma'am. Don't worry. I have this totally under control. If we use the clowns, then this is a hilarious predicament. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, you will not be able to use the clowns for this one. However, let's roll to see what the results are, shall we? You get, believe it or not, through this, you get four excitement because everyone was excited for the animal breakout and four more anticipation because they think, wow, this is some show you got here. (laughs) Oh, no. It's a net zero. (laughs) So your excitement is up to four and your anticipation is up to 19. We can't do this. I'm getting so nervous. Okay, the animals are back under control, and and, uh, you seem to have them backstage, but uh, you realize that the animals are not going to be usable in any more acts. Um, uh, Elysia probably can go on without uh, Mr. Tickles. She's done it before. She has other types of things, but you can decide that later. In the meantime, do the various brother and sister wish to go? Yes. Absolutely. We wish to go. Okay. 
you two may go out and perform your acts. The music turns dramatic, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, yeah, you describe the act. I don't know what your acts are. You I, th me. I think the way it starts out is it's a it's like a, a dark, almost like cave-looking scene with, you know, drawn stalagmites and such. And uh, I, as this troll, have a big, giant cartoon bone, which is, you know, used in the act, and I'm carrying around, and I... And I gently pet this this like treasure chest, and I, it's in the corner of my lair, and I'm I'm looking at it and tending to it, and like kind of maybe eating some fake meat off of the bone, when uh, Alhara sneaks in to the cave. So just uh, who's going to go first, Darius? Are you going to go first? Going to go first, and Alhara is going to assist with the second action. Like Got he it. hears her, he hears her step on a. On a bone, or or, or or flick a rock, and he gets up, and like he starts roaring, and he runs toward where the noise was. But Alhara does a flip, and Darius, as the troll, like smashes down on on the area where she was. But that causes kind of like a shake, so Alhara is gonna tumble. So I will do my like like thing to kind of like launch that launches her as she's hiding. Like behind something, okay. So I'll do this this trick. I mean, or I I go and I break the stalactite, which is actually a big log. I mean, his quote unquote signature is like shattering something, right? Very solid because he's very strong. So I could do that. I can shatter a big wooden stalactite here in this cave. Sure, and and you, Darius, is dressed up kind of like a troll, nearly seven yes. feet tall, and you are yeah, like nearly seven feet tall, green, on top of skin. muscles, on top of muscles, yes. right, and then and, and a wig and big fangs, and I'm roaring, and uh, he will make, a, I guess, an attack roll, right, or an athletics check, which he, I think it was one of those two. I think we were doing athletics for yours and yeah. acrobatics for mine. And so I, when I assist you, which I'll assist you on the second action, because that's the one you take the penalty to, I also use athletics. Okay. So Here athletics, and what do you get for your athletics? Plus I have a plus what? seven. Okay. Let's see the result. Look at that. <laughs> ah, wonderful. You nice. just missed a crit. So Darn. I know, by one. Uh, Congratulations. The crowd seems to be enthralled by your performance, and you get one excitement. Dun, dun, dun. Do you wish to continue? Yes, and now, after a couple of more dramatic almost finds Alhara, she gets to the treasure chest, and it's, it's small, like it's a small chest, and she grabs it, and he hears her and sees her. Now it's on. He's trying to smash her. Yeah. So he, now it's a lot of yeah. uh, jumping around and avoiding getting smashed and objects breaking. So I will make an athletics check and you will assist with my athletics check. Is that right? I will assist with my own athletics check. Mm -hmm. So there's my assist. I got a total of 20. That does it. Plus one. So right. So the co-star gets a plus one. So now you get a plus three to athletics. Look hey. at that, a 22. It works, and you generate another point of excitement as the crowd is thrilled to watch this exciting adventure continue. You have one more action. You can uh, 
Well, it's up to you what you want to do. You can go for it or just call it a day. The chance to critically fail is greater than the chance to succeed. Yeah. That's just math. (laughs) Ataran would be watching very closely from the curtain, making careful watch of things happening as well as at the edge of the uh, tent. I think that's it. Unless Alhara can do her own acrobatics check without another negative. Athletics, no. So now we would move up to trick number three, which is the second part of the Act 2 buildup. All right, so uh, she's got the chest and she's running around. um, And at this point, uh, she keeps doing uh, flips and things to move out of the way of Darius as he takes his big old troll arms and tries to grab her. Um, And she keeps flipping around using nothing but her, her powerful leg muscles to send her sailing over Darius over and over. So I'm going to do acrobatics. Uh, I roll a 10 for 17. Get some. So 17 is a success. So once again, excitement plus one. So let's see. What's your excitement up to? Four, five, six, Six. seven. 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 Seven Seven so far. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. We need 12 more to catch up. (laughs) That's right. I don't think we can do it. (laughs) I think we can. It'll be all in the finale, but we can do it. There's going to be fire. We don't have six more acts. We literally can't do it. There's more things that could happen. Let's leave it at that. Okay. Well, we have another action here, too. So uh, as she flips around, avoiding getting caught, um, she's going to make a break toward what they've determined is the exit so she can escape with this treasure. Yes. Um, And she's going to make an acrobatics check to uh, basically do a bit of a floor routine to tumble all the way over there. Meanwhile, As the troll, like, gets caught or something, right? Like, I... Well, you're going to try to go over too, but I think yours is essentially like a, a pratfall, still using acrobatics, yes. but in order to, you know, land safely. So I roll acrobatics? Yep. So since you're aiding, you'll roll first. Yes. Hold on. Oh, wow. wow. I rolled 18. a 15 for an 18. Plus one. All right. The dice are bad. I think they're just bad for you. I yeah, thought maybe. you needed a 20 to successfully aid. Oh, no. Oh, is it wah, a 20 wah, or, wah. or a 15? I forgot. I'm pretty sure it's a 20. It's, it's a really ten. hard in this edition. Attempt for co-star. The performer is willing to accept your aid. You help another performer perform in the act to pull off their trick, possibly granting them a bonus of the triggering trick check. Attempt the same check as the trick check you are attempting to aid. The DC of the co-star is equal to the DC 15. of the trick check. Hell yeah, I thought y'all were using the aid rules. That's way it's, better. It uses the aid rules, but the DC is based on the trick. Yeah, it otherwise acts as the aid action. So Yeah. So you successfully aid Alara. All right, and now I'm going to make my acrobatics. Um, this time with only minus four total, plus three. Plus three. I roll uh, pretty darn well, 20 total. Oh, oh, oh. wonderful. Another point of excitement. You, they love, They love this act. This is this act is gangbusters. You guys are killing it. I'm so you proud are of you. It. You are. <laughs> I'm so happy. Um, well, you got one more chance, but up to you. Take the treasure and run, or take the to, treasure and run. Uh, take the treasure and run. No more. <laughs> no one roll in minus three. Nope. With him falling down, Alhara's going to lift the treasure chest above her head, uh, sort of give a little wink and a jump as she flips one foot up behind her and heads out of the spotlight. I'm oh, waiting uh, I'm waiting behind the curtain. And you open it and it's a little doll. 
Oh, that's cute. This is a little, a little miniature version, like a little, <laughs> like a little dolly. Actually, uh, that's hilarious. So yeah, she opens it and it's a little dolly and she looks like, what? Oh, this is terrible. And she throws it to some little girl in the audience. Ah, very good. Oh, that's great. When you guys come behind the curtain for backstage, I'm waiting for you. And I give you all these big hugs. Oh my God, that was so good. I'm so proud of you guys. Acheron nods once. <laughs> wow, that's a high praise from them. It is. She practically shouted for joy. All, All right. right. So far, so good. Now the big number. The big number. Mordana, the magician. She's like, oh, I'm ready. Everybody help push out myself in the tank. Thank you so much for warming them up. They seem ready to appreciate me. Mm-hmm. You two were cute. I like your makeup. Maybe I'll talk to you after the show, Darius. Wink. Oh, we can talk after the show. Wink. Oh, boy. Ataron frowns. Ataron always frowns. Gonna be more little half-elves running around here soon. <laughs> Quarter-elves. <laughs> so with that, she has this... Uh, let's explain her act. Ordain the Magician. Acts of illusion performed with skill, not magic. See Mordain escape from shackles, locks, and a water-filled tank. She gets a fortitude save of plus six, thievery of plus seven. She needs to save in case she fails and starts drowning. Which the, you know, the poster says plus eight for the fortitude save. Fortitude save, yeah. Oh, plus eight. It's really tiny. It's hard for me to see. Okay, plus eight. So basically all... It's it's just, again, it's a water trick. Thievery, plus seven. She has a DC of 15. Who wants to roll for her? We Adoran. don't like her. Why don't you roll for her? No, no, Adoran, you should do it. You haven't done oh, that yet? Oh, that's fair. Sure. I can roll for Mordane. So describe this middling woman's uh, act. Hmm, can I roll first and then describe the act based on my roll? Sure. All right, we'll do the fortitude save. Oh, do you do fortitude? I think you do feet. Uh, I don't know, which one do you do? Thievery or water? You, you can do either. For water? I think I think it's thievery first and then fortitude if you fail. Yeah, I thought so too. Mm -hmm. Let me check. If you choose to do a saving throw as your act skill then you can use then it immediately gets the injury trait and you might harm yourself so like she's right. got fortitude save which is better than her thievery but she also might harm herself by essentially drawing it out and running out of breath yep you're correct so right if you use injury it um it's a little easier to perform but on failure she can become injured so hmm that's tough it's only when they're critically fail. When they critically fail the check, yeah. then they can get injured. So it's not it's not the end of the world. So I think you she has a have... bit of ego, so she might be pushing it a little. So I'm gonna go with the fortitude. Okay. It's up to you. So if you're gonna do the fort save, the fort save is plus um yeah, plus eight. So nineteen. She succeeds. Another point in excitement. Wanna describe it? Yeah, so after the tank is rolled out and she's in a wispy, somewhat uh, diaphanous white garment, uh, she stands atop the tank, points her toes, holds up her hands, takes a deep breath, 
exhales with control to her diaphragm and her chest as she is locked up into the chains, her arms behind her, but her legs somewhat flowing, and she drops into the tank. She slowly spins about, almost dancing through the water, and she looks a little scared, although we who have seen this many times before know this is part of the act, as she slowly contorts and moves her body and brings her arms around her legs and then twists and pulls her hands out of the chains and then she raises up out of the tank to applause. First action, is she going to do another one? She can roll again for the second part of her trick at a plus three. What do you guys think? Should I oh, try absolutely. Again? If you <laughs> use the plus three, then she runs the risk of getting injured. If you use her thievery for the plus two, then she doesn't run the risk of getting injured. That is correct. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's do that. Which is that. There was two items. Thievery? Yep. Yeah. Going to do the thievery. 21. Success. Another excitement. What does she this do with time. thievery? Yeah, she uh, beckons for assistance and a few of the other members of the circus come out and double wrap her arms and legs in chains. And this time, as she takes a deep breath, she somersaults backwards and starts to contort while also um, bringing her hair that's a little long up in front of her. And she actually has some picks hidden in her hair that she uses her teeth to draw out and slowly undoes the locks, but makes sure that she hides it in her hair again before uh, dropping the chains and jumping out of the tank to the top with a splash of water out amongst the crowd. Crowd loves it. You guys are up to 11 excitement. Of course, you have a 19 anticipation, but keep it up. You can go one more time. It's up to you. I think we have a 10. We have a Yeah, we should have a 10 excitement right now. No, no, yeah. let's just take the 11. Hey, I got a, I got a spreadsheet. It's calculating everything. <laughs> oh, 10. You know why? I was going to recount it anyhow at the end, Lauren, so don't, don't get You can just look it. on my sheet with me if you want it. True, true, but I have a lot of notes on mine. I'm watching. I have a lot of notes on mine. Okay. What do you wish to do for the last and final action? You can try the trick again, or you can just have her take a big bow. and. Oh, she enjoys the applause of the crowd. And she splashes about with her feet in the water, pointing her hands up, smiling, bowing, and smiling prettily for all to see so she can soak up all the adoration before dropping down and beckoning for others to bring her tank back behind the curtain. So she's not going to do a third action and risk nope. it? Okay. Okay, while this is going on at the same time, because I don't want to interrupt the act, the professor comes up to you and says, there's something going on in the crowd over there. Can you please uh, check it out? Which you is he is he talking to? Um, whoever wishes, the three or four of you, or two of you, or one of you, up to you. I'm about to go on, so do Ahara. I have time? We're done. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, you and me. We got this. We'll check it out. Uh, my makeup is mostly off, like my wig and all that stuff, you know. Cool. So in the stands... Kind of close to the uh, backstage, like at the bottom of the stands. He said, there's something going on over there, and the crowd seems to be agitated. He says, if you can just sort of help out and look over there. 
All right. So if we're looking at the the circus uh, from a bird's eye view, it'd be like four o'clock. Yeah, I think it's four o'clock. Yeah, that sounds right. That's exactly you're right there. Okay, about three or four o'clock. All right, three to four. Let's go over there. Yeah. So the circus, by the way, is filled. The stands have people in them. I obviously didn't fill it because the program would probably go a little slow if I had <laughs> right. five hundred NPCs. So all those stands are filled. So for intents and purposes. You are walking to the crowd. Now, of course. Well, of course we're intense. <laughs> but um, there's people like, you know, you just walking up to the crowd. <laughs> none of this seems weird. They're like used to it. You guys are, you know, performers and people are walking all over the place. There's acrobats and clowns and performers and riggers and such. So they're, they're, this, they're not too uh, startled by you walking up to the stands right now. Okay. What do we see? You walk up to them and the crowd... Uh, seems to be scattered in that area. And they say, they say, there's something underneath. There's something underneath. And they're like pointing underneath the uh, the bleachers. I look uh, with my low light vision as a half elf. Ooh, I got that too. You sure do. You look underneath the bleachers and you see three vipers that have basically taken residence underneath the bleachers they don't seem to be doing anything aggressive but they definitely sort of look at you as if uh you know they don't want you to come any closer to them they're sort of staking out this claim and uh, obviously no one wants to sit well underneath some vipers so yikes um i have a long spear backstage keep an eye on them i'll, I'll go get it do you need get my staff, staff yeah I'll, I'll do that yeah, I'll, I'll get I'll... our i'll get our reach weapons <laughs> please do uh, meanwhile, Alhara is going to stick. Actually, you know what? You watch them. I'll go get our stuff. I'm faster. Yes, You're, please do. Are you guys going to kill those animals? We're going to say yes. Those innocent animals? Why don't you catch them and take them outside? Uh, you're going on stage, Missy. She can do it. This is going on at the same time while... Mordane. Yeah, Mordane is going on. So it's totally up to you. This is going on simultaneously, by the way. Oh, okay. Acheron would be watching from that corner of the curtain uh, backstage, as it were, and seeing Alhara coming back might gesture just briefly with a shoulder from them to uh, get Hap's attention. Uh, okay. Um, Alhara will sort of tap Hap on the shoulder and be like, if you have a minute, uh, there's some snakes underneath the bleachers. We got to get them out of the snakes. tent. Oh, crap. Holy cannoli. Um, um, let me think. Okay. Okay, I have an idea. Uh, I'll be right there. I'm going to go over to Alicia's things. I'm going to take one of her mice that she saves for Mr. Tickles, and I'm going to run back to join Alahara and Darius. Okay. okay. Yeah, there's more than a couple, by the way. There's a whole cage of, of white mice, by the way. It's not just okay. one or two. I'll grab three of them, then. Three blind mice? See how yes. they run? Yes. All right. And then I'll run with them over there. All right. All right, guys. Uh, Where are they? I wave you over. I've been watching them. Look, they're vipers. They're poisonous. Oh, but they're so cute. Um, Very cute. And if they bite you, you're dead. Oh, they're not going to bite anyone. They're just scared. All right. Look here, you guys. Look what I got. I got some little white mice for you. Why don't you uh, follow me outside? And then I'm going to kind of hold the mice and I'm going to back up to the wall of the tent and try to lead them outside with the mice. Which check do you want to use for that? 
Um, can Alhara and I kind of support behind them? So in case one of them runs, we kind of whack it back into place. Sure. With our staves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think the, unless you can think of another check, I think I'm going to have to use nature. That is correct. You can use nature, or but you don't have like wild empathy or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. That would have worked a lot better because yeah, my diplomacy is better. Or yeah, a sleep spell. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I have any spells that would be good here. And I'm not going to burning hands, these poor things. So I'm going to roll nature. You know, do that one. Nope. Here we go. I'm g- Okay. So listen. <laughs> so I want you to understand something. Uh-huh. Uh, these I understand anim- a lot of things. You, you these one, animals. With a, a roll to one. These animals are more important to me than my act. I don't want to kill these things. I will hero point this nature roll because right these animals right. have to survive. Go right ahead. Yes, the future of the AP depends on these three vipers surviving. They are innocent lives, and they do not deserve to die just because you brutes don't know how to handle some snakes. How about those mice? God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) A four. I roll so bad all the time. (laughs) I really do. It's It's kind of unbelievable. All right, well, there goes the hero point. But I will tell you something. I will say everyone has two hero points. After the ability of helping out with the circus and getting up to the big number. So I'll say you have one more. Although, are you allowed? I guess you can. I've just never come up if you can use the hero point. You've done it before, I think, where you've blown them both. I think you have. So you can do one more hap. And everyone has two, by the way. Are these vipers worth two hero points? Uh, Hap knows that these vipers are poisonous and actually kind of nasty. All right, give me that. Give me that quarter staff, or give me your bow staff. Um. Okay. I'm gonna do the snake handler thing, where you try to loop them on the on the stick, and then take them outside. Oh, or better yet, I'll just tell Alahara, hey, just 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 loop them on on the on the stick, and we can take them outside. And maybe she can use an attack roll. Oh, you want her to help you? She has a uh. better attack roll than I do. <laughs> Uh, no, she has a, she, it's her nature. It's, she has a plus seven to nature. Oh, so, what? You have a plus seven to nature? No. You said, uh, oh, I'm, I'm looking at a lie. Sorry, not a Lahara. I'm looking at, uh, Elysia. Sorry. Elysia has a plus seven to nature, the snake girl. Um. But she's busy, isn't she? She's busy, yeah. She's, yeah. Like, running the show. So, sorry, I made a mistake. Yeah. So, I guess the question is, can I use my plus six attack roll with the staff to sort of just loop the uh, snake or multiple snakes onto it and carry them outside and fling them off. You may. Yeah. Can I aid her with my... um... Yes, but you can also fail. Be careful. Well, I just roll a attack roll, right? To aid. You need a a 20, because this isn't the co-star aid. It's a 20. Yeah, typical aid is a DC (laughs) of 20, unless the GM decides to do a different DC. Oh, I didn't adjust it. I forgot to change. But yeah, that should be a 12 plus my 6 is a 18. 18. Oh, 18. Okay. 18. What else is anyone else doing? I'm just standing at the ready. I'm biting my fingernails. So you're not going to roll. You're not using your second hero point for uh, uh, another nature. It was somewhat foolish, but in character to use my first hero point, it would be extra foolish to use my second. Okay. 
It seems to be working, although they seem to be snapping at some of the guests. So it looks like uh, someone needs to help out and get the guests out of the way and move them so that they don't get bitten by one of these vipers. As uh, I can do that. Okay. That's me too. Okay. Sir, sir, I'm going to need you to back up, please. Diplomacy. Sure. Hey, I've got that. Too bad you don't roll worth anything. It's true. Watch another net one coming up. A two. Close enough. <laughs> I'm so bad oh at my dice gosh. Wow. Twelve. Oh, not much better. Not much better. How, how about this? How about this? Sir, I said move. And I'll bring a little bit of fire out and use intimidation. Okay. <laughs> You're just trying to milk it for everything you got. This is important to me. Atron is watching closely. 18. Yeah. Finally, yeah. at 25. Like, you guys are trying to be diplomatic and be really nice. And Hap being, you know, a 15-year-old girl with, like, Morrissey makeup on. They're all, like, kind of not paying attention to her. But then she brings up the fire and she's like, get out of the way. And they're like, ah! And they all, like, sort of move out of the way as the snakes. And the snakes, you're able to sort of juggle them and shoo them out. Because all they really want is just to get... They just wanted somewhere warm to sleep. So uh, you can just shoo them out of the tent, if you wish. Say yes, you wish. Uh, yeah, that works. Okay, give me another nature check, Hap, to help out shooing them out of the tent. Oh, God. Here we go again. <laughs> Five. <laughs> I'm so bad at dice games. So, um, all right. It's not pretty, and you seem to sort of distract a little from the big number while this occurs. But it gets the job done. You're able to get the uh, vipers outside without causing too much trouble. But you didn't do it in such a way that would have maybe, you know, made it fun or exciting for the crowd. If anything, they're uh, annoyed by uh, the interruption of the big act while you, uh, you know, got the snakes out from under them. So it doesn't help, but it doesn't hurt either. If you did this really well, they could have been, hey, look, another act. Oh, we're pulling snakes out of the crowd. Dun, 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 dun. And it could have helped with the uh, excitement level. Pretty much anything you do, and this is something to keep in mind, can help with excitement because they don't know. It's all part of the show. So you could have a fight, and that can be part of it. You can literally get excitement for that. You can help out with snakes and get excitement for that. Uh but not, in, not when you roll like this. But in failure, it, it either does nothing or it could actually bring you down and give you negative excitement. But no one died, uh, so no negative excitement. So you didn't lose anything. You didn't gain anything either. And now there's three less poisonous stakes in the crowd. So good job. My only good roll was intimidation. But that's what I use for my act. So if I can keep rolling good intimidation, then I'm gravy. For now. I have concerns. As you come back behind the current Ataran would ask did these snakes behave normally they Looks were like it yeah they looked like they were totally normal they were just but um... the fact that they were there maybe is the problem they were just looking for somewhere warm to sleep we all want that don't we do vipers usually live in this area you um actually are camped right near the woods and a creek so yeah definitely could it you okay you're actually part you're like right near the woods so you definitely could have wild animals that could have snuck in at night usually you check these things and before the show goes on 
they're always like like looking to make sure no like loose you know creatures like snuck in here and did exactly that but you know they were small and they were cozy and it looks like they were literally just kind of sleeping and hanging out under the bleachers they weren't attacking anyone they were just sort of there I'll have you know that vipers are so ubiquitous in Galarian that every country on the planet has at least one species of viper in it. Ataran nods very well. That's some real world lore. What are you, like a biologist or something? I know, right? Haps Learning Corner. Today on Haps Learning Corner, <laughs> vipers <laughs> and how they affect Galarian. Yep. Next week, we're going to talk about birds. I like how my avian lore is worse than my nature. <laughs> yeah. I like how you actually got to use your avian lore, like, right away, which was unbelievable. That was nice. I liked it. I liked it, too. Okay. so On with the show? On with the show. You managed to get the vipers out. Good job. No one died. No one got poisoned and could have been atrocious, and who knows what would have happened. You're getting ready for Act 4, the finale. Who do you plan to go on for that? So we have the Flamboni sisters in the left ring. We have... Hap in the center. We have the Featherfall 5 on the right, and I'll take the center because fire would look out of place if it wasn't in the center. Also, then you've got two acrobatic-type routines on either side of the of the arena, and then a big gouts of fire in the center. Balanced, as all things should be. Okay, excellent. The Kambali family hears this and starts getting ready, starts putting together their nets, and if you've ever seen a Big Apple Circus, the way this works is that everything is like brought out and set up like on the fly. So like the nets are put up, the um, high wires put up well, like within just like five minutes or so. And then it's taken right down. So people like zip in and zip out all the time. Uh, so they're getting ready. And who is it? Oh, the Flamboni sisters. And the Flamboni sisters, they, of course, are getting ready with their uh, juggling fire team act. So while you're getting ready, uh, the Featherfall Five start having whispers and start talking to each other, and you see uh, they're getting very animated. Something appears to be wrong. Mm -hmm. right, let's go investigate. Let's go over to them. They uh, look up at you and uh, the Featherfall Five. They look at you and say, Look, look at this. Ornettes, they've been sabotaged. There's holes in them. What should we do? Do we have any re reserve nets? We don't have time for that. These are our nets. We don't have any reserve. I would try to see um, if I could quickly mend them, tie them up, that they would be satisfactory and safe. Uh, Ataran wouldn't even say anything, just immediately goes to work. Oh, yeah, you have crafting. Okay, that's your craft on. check. You may do a craft check. Don't worry, guys. I have a backup plan if this doesn't work. Oh, that's good. Ataran rolls a 12. Womp womp. They look at the net and realizes that the holes are significant. And throughout the nets in various locations, there's definitely not enough time to repair it now. They obviously could be repaired, but there's holes everywhere. So these nets cannot be used. So it looks like the only options are either you somehow convince them to perform without a net or convince them of what's going on. And um, yeah, it's up I, to you. I got this. I'm going to okay. 
I'm going to run over to Dwarf Throwers. Are you guys ready to go on in the right ring? They look at you, and of course, in uh, their standard Dwarvenese, since uh, they've hit their heads so many times, they're kind of hard to understand. They go, you ready to go? Yes, yes, we're ready to go. Yeah, we'll go. Oh, that's so good. I knew I could count on you guys. And I'll turn around to to Darius and Alhar and Adran, and I'll give them a thumbs up. All right. They're like, oh, yes, yes, we're going to go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And they start, like, banging their heads, headbutting each other, and they're, like, all ready to go. Meanwhile, though, the Featherfall Five, they still want to know what's going on. They're like, what happened to my nets? Look at this. Look at this. Well, was sabotage, I tell you, sabotage. Hmm, it's been going around all night. It's very possible. We'll repair him, and and you can definitely perform in the next show, I guess. I don't, I guess. Yeah, we have to, you can't do it without a net unless it generates more excitement, and you're willing. Of course it generates more excitement. Who wouldn't want to see us perform without nets? And they all nod their heads. He goes, but it's very dangerous, dangerous, I tell you. And look, sabotage, when maybe our ropes are cut, maybe we fall to our deaths. It's true. It's up to you if you wish to perform. Well, I think Hap already promised the dwarven throwers. Yeah, then let, let, that's the safest maneuver. Let the dwarves go. We can't have our friends getting hurt. That's true. Well, I'm going to tell you this. If you perform, each additional success will give you two more excitement. So three excitement per success if they perform without a net. Oh. Oh. I mean... Okay, so uh, <laughs> are you willing to perform without a net? I, I think there's some heal potions around just in case anything bad happens. I can take care of you. I can't believe you guys are considering this. They could get killed. Hey, this is showbiz. Pain is a reminder of life. Death is not a reminder of life. Ataran, give me a nature or perception check while you're looking at the uh, the nets, please. Mm, perception it is. Ataran rocks it with a 22. Ataran knows for a fact that this has been chewed through by rats. That it has not been sabotaged by at least uh, any humanoid. I do not think these holes are from humanoid activity. I see rat chewing bite marks i think it is likely some well we have continued animal problems mm, they look at each other like oh we feel much better mm, they sort of like nodding their heads it's like mm, but oh but healing potions you say that's not a that's not bad that's not bad um and meanwhile there's like but we have to decide now uh, uh, what do you think and they look at each other and there's five of them and they have to vote uh, someone could do a diplomacy to help sway them or put in a big Atron word. would nod and say, not only do I have healing potions for you, but I will be able to soothe your wounds if you need. Same. I am encouraging you. You should be brave and you will be rewarded for it. Risks of pain will remind you of your life. I refuse to participate in this. Well, you're not participating in this. Just your own act. Just focus on your own stuff. No, I mean, I'm not going to, like, sway their vote in any way. So someone has to um, do a diplomacy to see if you can convince them. I would like to. Okay. Just roll. Yep, just diplomacy. 21. Ataran looks at them, shows them the potions. They know that you have your mysterious ways and have been able to heal people in the past. 
They look at each other and they all nod in agreement. They say, okay, we go on. But you, you must watch us and be on the ready in case something goes wrong. Considering all the dangers, I have been watching very closely this entire time. They say, all right, let us go. And the Featherfall Five all go. And they will perform. So, with that, who is performing first? We have... Oh, and then someone has to tell the dwarves that they're not going on. Although, you think they'll be fine with it because they're kind of crazy. I'll tell the dwarves. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for being incredible. But it looks like the Featherfall Five are actually going to be able to do their act anyway. So, that means you have more time for drinking. Oh, yes. It was a good idea. Oh, yes, yes. Drinking, drinking. It's like, oh, good luck, everyone. Good luck. Good luck. Oh, they you. all just sort of go off and like back to the to the cabins. All right. Um, so for the finale, do they go one at a time or do we all go concurrently? It goes concurrently, but from a metagame point of view, you go one at a time because you can only send in the clowns once. And this is where it gets fascinating because you have trick five, trick six, and trick seven. So if you mess up you can send in the clowns, you know, for another trick. So, because you have three going on at once. Can we do everyone's first action and then everyone's second and then everyone's final action if we want? I don't know. This turns into one of those we haven't done this before and I have to think about that. In theory, you're not supposed to. Let's just do one ring at a time. It'd be easier. Well, let me just think about it. Let me think about it for a second. I didn't think of it like that. Let me just want to see how it works. I feel like as far as time-wise, you would see everyone doing their first action before you'd see everyone doing their second action. But And it helps you figure out for that third action, do you want to risk it? Here we go. Send in the clowns. You or another performer has failed or critically failed during the current act. So it's throughout the entire act. So you give the signal for the circus clown troop to come on stage and rescue a botched trick. Fail trip becomes success instead, or if it was a critical failure instead, blah, blah, blah. You can only send in once per act, and only once one trick check is affected. I'll say you actually go on one at a time and not, although it's three rings, it's like one right after another in the three rings. So you don't go simultaneously, just because I can imagine it's causing trouble later on in the adventure. So I'll say that you do go one trick at a time. So How about... The five feather fall people, then the Flamboni sisters, and then I go. So we're kind of reducing yeah. numbers as we go and increasing fire as we go. A nice green both like ways. I love it. Great. All right, sounds good. Okay, so the feather fall five, they gain they have agile and team, and they gain the injury. <laughs> component to their trick automatically, but they also get a plus two to excitement if they succeed. So everything they do will automatically have injury because they're going without a net. And we Ooh. can't hero point for them. You cannot hero point for them because they're an NPC. Does anything I provide from healing potions or with magical healing help with this? Well, they have a plus eight already. If you want, I can say that you can, quote, co-star once, but you're going to have to do the same thing they do with his acrobatics or athletics. Don't forget. Ooh, can I co-star? You already did it. It's only, Uh, I believe, 
one. Oh, um, yeah, it was a different act, but okay. You're too tired. Okay. I believe you're yeah. not allowed. What it says in here, I don't know. Another performer in the same act as you is about to. Now, because you're not in the act. Yeah, because I'm not yeah. in the act. Okay. Yeah. I knew there was a, no, there was a reason. I was like trying to remember why you can't do it because you're not part of the act. I see. Conform the following action and reaction during their turn in the ring and must be performing in right. an act to do so. Okay, got it. Exact. So, so yeah, actually, even um, Ataran can't do it now. Yeah, that's, that. that's fine. So, you are there for moral support, but they get a plus eight if they're using acrobatics, and that's pretty darn good. So. That's pretty yeah, that's good. That is huge. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's it. Let me look up acrobatics, and they're agile. So, mm -hmm. They get only a minus four each time. So that's pretty pretty damn good. They're our best performers. Ataran takes out a candle and lights it and whispers over it as they perform. Who wants to go first? Again, there's five of them. They set up the tightrope. And let's see. We make sure to announce there is no net. There is no net. And the crowd seems on the edge of their seat. And you hear the drums going like little drum rolls. And she goes out and announces Elysia. Welcome to Featherfall Five. The Kinbali family balances on tightropes with bounces, flips, and, and aerial feats to delight. And tonight only, they're going to perform without a net. And everyone's like, whoa. I nominate Vanessa to roll. <laughs> okay. You don't want me to roll it? Nope. <laughs> no, certainly not. With all due affection. I want her to roll it. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. So the Featherfall Five, the whole Ken Bali family, um, get out there. And their first bit um, is a lot of uh, tightrope stuff where they're uh, fake fencing with each other, um, just sort of just, but just using their balancing sticks, their quarter staves, and they're sort of fake fighting on these ropes, and they end up doing things where they're uh, flipping over each other and landing back on the tightrope and things like that. So it's a lot of uh, jumping around and moving back and forth with uh, two of the uh, two of the members of the family. Plus eight. Oh, 27. <laughs> That's we a crit, right? We didn't want crits. Woo! Why? That's doubles. You generate excitement oh, is it equal to the tricks level. The excitement is added to the circus's total. You also generate anticipation equal to half of the tricks level rounded up. So, oh. yeah, we get, don't want the anticipation. You get plus three to the excitement and plus one to the anticipation. You did such a good job. The anticipation is now 20. Now, Good news. The anticipation is capped at 20. It cannot go above that. Okay, good. And you have 13 excitement. So far, so good. We can do it. Action two. Acrobatic plus four because it's uh, they're agile. All right. So they increase the act with the other three performers um, as they start to go in and sort of assist with this mock battle. Um, and one of the the five um so the matron of the family is trying to stand in the middle and and keep them from from bickering and fighting and they keep switching places now by dropping down and swinging on the rope and swinging back up to land on it uh, and they keep train changing places and it ends up being the sort of farcical routine of them moving around trying to fight and being separated by the mother who's standing in the middle uh keeping them from each other 
And so let's see how they do. I'm going to do acrobatics once again. Seven. Oh. Clowns? Eh? Clowns will not make a it a critic. success, right? Well, it's not they... a critical. No, the clowns will only... Oh, what does it do? Yeah, clowns would make it a success if it's a failure. Does it increase it by one? I thought it just ignored the or it results ignores of a failure. Let's see. A fail trick becomes success. And if it it's was worth a it on theirs. Failure, it's worth it on theirs. Instead. I have a lot of excitement. So like, Yeah, that okay. plus three, we need that. Yeah, totally worth it. So zero excitement, zero anticipation. And something something bad happens during Do they that. fall? Because no, of the they don't fall. No, it's only if you critically fail I see. that they fell. Okay, so we can send in the clowns as a couple of them get close to falling, and then the clowns uh, rush in with one of those big fake nets, um, or those, one of those big fake trampolines, and uh, end up coaxing the, the member that's going to fall anyway off this rope to land in it, and it's just full of like some sort of whipped cream or powder or something. So you send in the clowns on the last action. You get three excitement because the crowd loves it. The Featherfall 5 seemed to like it as well since uh, we have to perform again with the uh, dangerous conditions. And you have 16 excitements and 20 anticipation. Oh, it's awfully close. You need to hit that 20, though, or you get a really crappy payday. <laughs> so... Both of the next tricks have to succeed on their two actions. Well, both of both. Oh of the wait, next mine's double excitement, isn't it? So's the flamboni and sisters. Flamboni. Yeah, maybe we just need two successes total, and we can do this. Mm -hmm. If you each succeed once, then we'll be perfect. I'm anticipating and excited. <laughs> 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 so so far, we've criticaled basically the anticipation. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you get it all up to 20. I mean, you get it as high as you can go. Yeah, we only need four more. And the thing is to crit the performance overall, the whole circus, you need your excitement to equal your anticipation. Other than that, as long as the Flamboni Sisters and Hap both succeed at one action, then we'll we'll do it. We'll hit it right on the money. Oh, yes. That's hard for me, though. No, that's why you just got to succeed once. Yeah, but that involves rolling dice, and I'm bad at that. But once... <laughs> Actually, in the double, well, the double won't mess you up because you're on an even number, you're on 16. But that could have messed you up because if you're on an odd number, it would have been impossible to get that. So, yeah. 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 Math. And you've got that one hero point waiting. Yeah. Well, so... they're going to reset when we start over. So now everyone will have one again. So Okay. Mm. I kind of took a lot of the spotlight, so I'm sorry, everyone. It's okay. I what is your, um, Hap, what do you use, what does Hap use for the trick? That skill. Intimidate, right? Oh, yeah. Intimidate is fire. Yeah, oh, yeah remember, okay. if you're using intimidate for a fire trick, you get a plus one to your roll. Is that from... What's that from? You have some sort of... The fire trait says that. Fire trait. Okay, because I also have the elemental bloodline, and my blood magic gives me a plus one intimidate when I use my bloodline fire spells. Yeah, the fire trait has intimidation in parentheses... And if there's a skill in parentheses and you use it for that kind of trick, you get a plus one to the roll. So, so theoretically, they have a plus nine on it. Are they both <laughs> circumstance? Um, Do they stack? Status, this is status bonus on blood magic. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. And the circus then. one is a circumstance one. Yeah, oh, that's, that's great. 
But it's true. I will still mess it up. I'll still roll. No, two you'll roll one. Roll. You'll, you'll roll one. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, fires intimidation. Adaron will light a candle for you as well. Let's see. In Let fact, alone, the only ones you have are fire. agile, <laughs> animal, fire, and water. Water. Right. Yeah. Right. For start. Wait. How did you guys do your trick then? How did the various people do their tricks? I did acrobatics and uh, oh, I, athletics. I did agile. I was choosing agile, but I actually forgot to only do the negative four. So. Oh, so both of you were agile. It's my. It wasn't one point away, so it didn't matter. Okay. Because there are the other ones like magical, because like you can't use magic. Beast, Zarkana, dance. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting magical tricks. Here we go. Let's see. I guess anything that's agile, you're allowed to do. <laughs> but you couldn't do like a standard strength based trick because you don't have it, I guess. Well, you can do any check. It's more the added trait bonus you can't do. Oh, I see. Yeah, you're right. Your skit, right your, it's the traits. Yeah, your I trick see. doesn't have to have a trait. Plus, you can retrain it with downtime or something, and you can always change your trick between levels when you level up. Right, and then it looks like you do get two tricks later, and then you could actually go twice in the same act, or three times, or four times. So that's like so that's like two rounds of three actions. Yes, but using a different. Ooh. I think I think I gotta look into it because they describe it a little differently in the rules because it says you could like swap them out. I don't know. I'd yeah, like to do. It that. made it sound like you had multiple skill checks just in case. Like, oh, the tent is down and you're performing out in the weather and it's raining so you can't use fire traits or well that's exactly why some of the npc tricks have multiple roles because they can have things happen where they can't use like their acrobatics they have to use athletics or something um, yeah things so like good that to have multiple occur. skill checks over time See, the circus is interesting. I was wondering. It actually is working out, I think, really well. That's it's actually yeah. it's pretty exciting to do this circus. I thought it was going to be easy. It's actually pretty complex. It's like yeah. a lot of balancing. Eventually, I want half of my act to be interpretive dance. Ooh. And I have a lot of performance for it. Yeah. What's the other half going to be? Fire! <laughs> Everything burns. <laughs> half fire, half interpretive dance. Isn't that a good combo? And all attitude. Yeah, I don't know anything different. I'm glad we didn't kill those snakes. If we killed them, we could have made it part of the thing and built excitement. A fight. A snake fight. Oh, uh, no. Actually, you would have negative. If you got them out successfully oh. without doing it, you would have built excitement. If you oh, killed really? them, you okay. would have actually hurt. It actually would have hurt you because no one wants to see people killing snakes in the middle yeah. of circus. That's a bad thing. You don't want that. Oh, I, that's new to me. You needed me. Yeah. I was ready to murder some snakes. You're in the you're in showbiz, so you got to think a little differently in this case because like things like that people don't want to see. <laughs> like that's that's not something people want. Pathfinder Society is going to show up and be like, "What kind of circus here are you running? We've gotten well, you got little kids. Like kids don't want to see you killing things. That's like terrible." That was awesome. You guys are amazing. I love it, and it's it makes it. Really, because Atron is such a different character for me to play, since I usually play a more in-your-face, boisterous, super friendly, engaging type character. So to have really these three PCs as the counter, where you're connected and friendly and more involved, makes 
playing Alteron possible without bringing it down. So thank you very much. Nice. Yeah, hey, I love you. the brooding that he does. Thank you. I, I've never really gotten <laughs> that chance, so it's fun for me. I don't get to PC much anyway, so this You've is never brooded before. <laughs> yeah. I'm more like, hey, how's it going? Let's all get together. I get to be different without her on, so it's fun. Don't worry, it's only going to be the next three years. Love it. Hey everyone, Steven here. Thanks for listening to the Three Ring Adventure podcast. We'll have a new episode next week and every week until we're done with the entire adventure path. Right now we're juggling multiple podcasts, including the wrap-up of the Fall of Plaguestone Pathfinder Adventure Podcast, as well as our long-running Starfinder Dead Suns Adventure Path Podcast. So the exact regular day for the release of this podcast is still being determined, but we expect that Tuesday will become the regular day for the Three Ring Adventure Podcast, so look for that in the near future. In addition, also be on the lookout for our recently announced Tales from the Black Lodge, an episodic adventure podcast with different casts and different adventures every few weeks. That should be going up any day now, and I think you're all going to like it. It's very different from anything we've ever done before at Roll for Combat, and we're even working with Paizo on this one. So look for that in the very near future. As for the upcoming RPG Superstar 2020 contest, here's what I can tell you. First of all, we have recently become a licensed partner with Paizo, which includes our Dead Sons, The Fall of Plaguestone, The Three Ring Adventure podcast, as well as the Tales from the Black Lodge podcast. This license also covers the acquisition of the RPG Superstar contest. Going forward, Roll for Combat will run and manage this contest on a yearly basis. We've actually been working really hard these last few months, getting the contest ready, and I think you're going to like the results. The new contest is going to have multiple winners, dozens of prizes, and result in the minimum of a 160-page book containing all of the winning entries. In addition, we've designed the contest to be faster and to require less rounds. This time, contestants will only need to enter one design, and there will be two rounds of voting, one by professional judges and then one by the public. Expect the contest to go live and the RPGSuperstar.com website to be updated during the week of March 16th, where you'll be able to read all about the contest and enter right away. So once again, make sure you bookmark and follow RPGSuperstar.com and you can find out more about the podcast as soon as it goes live. In addition, make sure you follow Roll for Combat on Facebook, Twitter. Make sure you join our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com and you will be always up to date on the latest information on the RPG Superstar contest. And finally, of course, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We're wrapping up Fall Plague Stone and wrapping up Dead Suns in the next couple of weeks. And obviously, we've already started Three Ring Adventure and very soon, Tales from the Black Lodge. Listen to those podcasts and we'll have special announcements only on the podcast and nowhere else all about the RPG Superstar Contest. Of course, if you have any questions... You can always find me at the Discord channel. Once again, discord.ruleforcombat.com. I'm there, 
everyone who plays all of our podcasts are there. And on top of that, if you actually want to listen to us do the podcasts, you can come a Patreon. For $5, you can get the podcast early. But better yet, $10 a month, you can listen to us record them live. You can watch us record them live. We usually record three Ring Adventure once a week, as well as Tales from the Black Lodge. So twice a week, you too can watch and listen to us record each episode. In addition, you can also listen to the pre-show banter, almost none of which has ever appeared on any podcast or on any Patreon bonus content. Just go to patreon.ruleforcombat.com, become a $10 Patreon, and you too can join in on the fun. So look for a big update on RPGSuperstar.com next week, and I'll talk and see all of you later. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember, it's all fun and games until the healer runs out of spells.